Welcome to the My Opinion Podcast, the leadership podcast for women. This is a show that focuses on leadership, life, and love to empower women around the world to be the leader of their life. The My Opinion Podcast is a weekly show with Maya's Motivation Monday, focusing on leadership topics for women that feature guest interviews as well as solo episodes with Maya. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share the My Opinion Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Now, in her opinion, here's your host, Maya Roffler. Welcome back to Motivation with Maya on My Opinion. Today, I have another inspiring, incredible guest. Her name is Inbal Claudio. Inbal, welcome to the show. So excited to have you here today. Thank you, Maya. I appreciate you having me. Well, I want to dive right in and talk about your journey and your experience. You are a an entrepreneur, of course, but you went from being a candle maker and business owner to now owning like-minded collectives. So let's kind of talk through this journey. I think it's an interesting one and going to be quite inspiring. So let's kind of start at the beginning with your candle making business and how that started. And let's talk about your shift in evolution. Yeah. So I started my candle company when my husband and I were probably dating like seven months-ish. He was in the Marine Corps. He was an officer and he was going to the selection course for special operations. And so I was like, I need something to take my mind off of him being gone. And we wanted to kind of just make extra money for like travels. And we came up with candles. So it basically took us like six months of trial and error, watching lots of YouTube videos, making horrible candles (laughs) to come up with everything needed to launch our business. And we wanted to make it different because a lot of people were doing like all natural soy candles. So we infuse all of ours with real gold. So it's really beautiful when it melts, it shimmers really beautifully. Love that. (laughs) Thank you. We were talking before you hit record about trademarks and stuff. And so I got that trademarked because I didn't want anybody to steal the idea. So Yeah, it was really cool. It was one of a kind. And so the day he left for selection, I launched and it was awesome. I had built a great community where I live just through going to the gym. I worked in the bar industry. So I had lots of friends and kind of built Goldwick is the name. Um, I built Goldwick with friends and family. In the beginning, I did lots of shows and trade shows. And three months later, we found out that he got selected and we were moving to North Carolina. So it was quite interesting having to move the whole entire business, starting fresh, getting into all these farmers markets and shows on the East Coast, basically starting a business from scratch. So that was awesome. It was a really great learning experience, made lots of friends that way. And then a year later, my daughter was born. And so I had to shift from in-person shows and sales to online. And so that's kind of how the candle company started and evolved. I love I love this. And thank you for explaining how the candles work, like with the gold. I think that's, oh my God, that's so cool. But I love how you're explaining like your evolution and how you guys meet and thank your husband for his service. My uh, brother-in-law is in the army, so I know what that lifestyle is like. It's yeah. not... Not an easy one, but I love how innovative you guys are and how you just took this all on at, at once and just tackled it. But what was kind of the the shift for you guys? So you were doing quite well with this. You adapted well as you moved in ball, but what 
was the shift for you? What did you, what made you decide, okay, I'm doing these really cool candles. You trademarked it, which is like 10 million steps ahead of a lot of people that are doing this kind of stuff, right? And creating a product. What made you kind of shift and change into where you are today with your business now? Yeah. So I will say the candle company is still up and running, which is awesome. (laughs) We just hit five years last month. So that's really cool. I still make them in my, in my house. But like I said, my daughter was born and I had to shift to online sales. And what I knew at the time was influencer marketing. And I knew probably 1% about influencer marketing. So for me, I was like, oh, my candles are so cool. I'm just going to reach out to like the bachelor girls and just message them be like, hey, like I would love to send you candles. Well, quickly, very quickly realized that that's not how it worked. Um, (laughs) I was getting messages back from people like, hey, here's my media kit. They were charging thousands of dollars for a post or an Instagram story. I'm like, okay, this is obviously not going to work. So... I found influencer marketing platforms. And essentially, for people who don't know what that is, it's a website where brands and influencers can sign up and you can search for people and connect and start to do collaborations. So these platforms were charging like three to five hundred dollars a month for brands to be on it. And that was just way out of my price range without any like ROI, essentially. So I was getting really frustrated and there were other influencer marketing agencies that, you know, my budget was too low, so they wouldn't even accept me. And I just felt so frustrated. So when my daughter was three months old, I was like, I have to create a space for people like myself, for small businesses, for nano and micro influencers to connect. Because if I'm paying $500 for a platform, I'm not going to reach out to an influencer with a hundred followers. Like, that's not going to give me my you know, money back for that. For sure. So these influencers can sign up for free, but they're not getting reached out to. So everyone on the bottom level is being overlooked. And so that's kind of where the idea for Like-Minded Collective started. I really wanted to create a space for overlooked brands and influencers to connect. I love it. Yeah. I mean, you're, to- you're totally right. I mean, the amount of just the amount of stuff that I get inundated with, you know, we'll send you free this, or we'll send you free that. And like, don't get me wrong. Some of the stuff I've been sent is incredible, but I can't flood my pages with all that stuff. Right. I have to reserve my page for stuff that like I actually use and not to say that I wouldn't use your candles cause they sound incredible, but I didn't know about them. Right. So your idea is genius because I'm very familiar with these platforms for, you know, influencers to go to and for, you know, people like you guys who are creating products or whatever you're trying to market and you're able to access these people, but it's quite expensive because there's kind of that, that middle there, right? (laughs) Trying to make some money. And I get it. Like you're creating a platform, you got to make money. We all understand that, but I love that you're kind of disrupting this and creating something new and connecting. So explain to us how this works exactly, because I think that's what we need to understand here in ball is what's different and what sets you guys apart. Because a lot of us understand, if you guys don't understand, just to kind of reiterate what Inval is saying, if you are someone that has created a product and you want to go out there and you're messaging someone like she was saying from the bachelor or bachelorette or these big, you know, big shows, right? Like on Bravo, real housewives, things like this. Like you have, it's not really like a 
pay to play kind of thing like per click or anything like that. No, you pay them a lump sum and they represent for you. It doesn't work. There's a media kit, all of that good stuff, right? Done deal. But when you get on these platforms, there's certain pricing, certain things that can happen, or you can engage with them. You can exchange products. That's what happens there. So talk us through what happens with your platform in ball. Cause I am really excited about this and I love that you're kind of disrupting, you know, everything that's going on. I think this is really Thank cool. you. Yeah. So like I said, it's pivoted a lot since then, but kind of my idea in the beginning was what was I looking for? Essentially, I didn't want to waste my time, right? So I wanted to know that the influencers that I was reaching out to were in my price range. And so that was the first thing on the search function. So you can create a profile, you can search for people, you can message directly on the platform. And six months later, we added a community feed. But essentially, you can search for influencers in your price range. So you can say, an influencer, I'm going to use my candle company, for example, an influencer in the home and decor industry that charges less than $100 for an Instagram story. And anybody who falls under that criteria will come up. And then I can message them directly on the platform. So it was awesome because I'm like, pricing is not available anywhere on Instagram. The search function on Instagram and Facebook just sucks. Mm -hmm. And you have to email people. Maybe they'll email you back. You have to message people. It's going to go into a hidden inbox on Instagram. So you know that if somebody signed up for the platform, they're in your budget, most likely they're going to message you back. They're going to get the message. So that's kind of what I really wanted to make sure is that there was that communication. There was that commitment from the brands and influencers and you're not wasting your time. Hey everyone, it's Maya, the host of the My Opinion Podcast, the leadership podcast for women. I hope you're enjoying this incredible episode of the podcast. Now you can learn more about leadership and how to be the leader of your life. You can click on the show notes right now and download your guide on how to be the leader of your life written by me, Maya Roffler. We'll go over the four pillars of how to be the leader of your life. We'll review your values, your mission, not only your purpose, but your purposes and your vision. So download the guide right now and enjoy the rest of this podcast episode. And so what is it? Is there a setup fee? How do I, so if I'm an influencer coming on, what is it? So we're going to walk through each one. If I'm an influencer coming on, what does it look like for me to become involved in this platform? Okay. So in the beginning, I was like, I just want to make it super cheap for people. And I'm not even kidding you how many people were like, I want to make it $25. And they're like, you are insane. Like you can charge so much more. I'm like, no, but then I'll be like them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't want to be like them. You know, it is free now. It is a 100% free platform. We've shifted to more of a social media platform. Think of like Facebook group. There's no algorithm, no restriction whatsoever. There's a feed you can promote your business and it's meant for every female entrepreneur, but that search function still exists. So there's still influencers on there. There's still brands and businesses on there. You can still search. And regardless if you're a business or an influencer, the platform is 100% free. 
That's incredible. Wow. So how, so tell us about, okay, so we can just go through, we can check off influencer, check off creator. Like if you're creating a product or service and you're wanting to get it out there. So the process is streamlined the same way for you. It's completely free and it's more community. It's more like a social media type website for you. So do you have an app yet for this or is this just website web-based right now? So right now it's mobile friendly. I'm hoping to fundraise in the next month or two. I'm pregnant with baby number three due in March. Congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. So I'm like, we got to get this ball rolling. (laughs) So yeah, I want it to be an app. We do the whole goal. And I guess I'll talk about how I pivoted really fast. So everything I say makes a little bit more sense. So as I was building this influencer marketing platform, my husband had just deployed I had a six-month-old and I moved in with my parents back to California. And it was March of 2020. So COVID just hit. So I was solo. I was on an island trying to build this by myself. And I was so overwhelmed. I started to connect with a lot of people through Clubhouse, through Instagram, through Facebook. And I just realized like, wow, every time I got off a Zoom with another female founder, I felt so good. I was like, there is a light that is lit inside of me and I'm like ready to go. So I wanted to add that concept to the platform. So not only do we have influencers and brands on there, I also have service providers, coaches, photographers, web designers. I have aspiring entrepreneurs and it's just kind of built this whole community. And like I said, we launched the community feed because I wanted people to be able to talk about their business. When you go into Facebook groups, they're like, you can't promote your business unless you pay us a monthly fee. You can't promote any day but Saturday. You can't do this. You can't do that. I'm like, that is insane. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to just create a place that people could talk about their business. They could promote themselves. So that's kind of where it is now. And then, as you know, business and marketing are constantly evolving. So I started to incorporate weekly marketing masterclasses, workshops, co-working sessions, um, just really providing that education for people on the platform. So that's all free as well until the end of the year. So starting January, the education will be um, paid for, mm-hmm. a paid option, but the platform will always, always be free. And so that's kind of where the reason why I pivoted, where the platform is now. And yeah, you can join as an influencer. You can join as a business or a brand or aspiring entrepreneur and just utilize the platform to the fullest. I love this. I'm so excited you're on here today like and talking about this. This is exciting. Yeah. Yeah, this is great. No, it resonates so much with me because I'm in so many Facebook groups for this podcast for my business and then for my other podcast that we were chatting about before. And there's so many restrictions in groups. And like, I get it. I get it. They've got to monitor their groups and it's their group and they can do whatever they want. But at the same point, like, aren't we all here to connect and help each other? And so I'm really getting that message from you, Imbal. Like, I really am. And I love that. And I think there's a way to do it where there's kind of a, a purity behind it, but also like, hello, we all want to win and we all want to do business, right? I mean, so how are we going to know about our business if we're not talking about our business except for Saturday, small business, right? And like, you know, but every other day we're going to drop a question like on Monday, what's your favorite color? Tuesday, what's your favorite animal? And then what's your definition of community? Yeah. (laughs) 
But Saturday, we're all going to talk about our business. That's it. Right. So it's so funny to me. So again, I hope you guys are connecting with this too, because this is making so much sense to me and I'm excited about it, but you kind of rolled into my next question because I want to make sure we address this for all the incredible women that listen to the show. And we do have some amazing men that listen as well is the funding aspect of this, because we like to talk about leadership and business here. And, you know, I love that you're offering this for free. This is incredible. And, but it sounds like the way that you're funding this is going to be through the educational part of this. Is this how we're kind of talk us through how, how did you fund this? Because I think when a lot of people see you start a business or see people start, especially like a tech business. So like, how did they fund this? How did they get this up and going? So can you kind of walk us through that involved? That'd be helpful. Yeah. I do want to say one thing really fast, kind of like going back to what you just said. Yeah. Think of like, a job, right? You're from corporate America. You yes. told me. <laughs> so if you had a job that was like, you have unlimited vacation, you can take vacation whenever you want. It is completely up to you as long as you get your work done. Right. As opposed to somebody that's like, you have one week a year, that's it. You're not going to take vacation all the time. Like the, and it's, it's proven there's stats on this where people will work harder for a company that treats them well, as opposed to a company that just looks at them as a number, right? Working 51 days out of the year, 51 weeks out of the year. And so that's kind of the my thought process too. People don't promote their business all day, every day on the feed, even though they're allowed to. They provide value. They ask questions. They message other people and help them and brainstorm and make connections. Yes, people talk about their business, but it's not inundated. Like I think people have this like impression that it's going to be on Facebook groups. Like it's not like that. And I think because I give them the freedom to do so, it's there's so much more value that's given as opposed to taking. So I just wanted to touch base on that because it's very important for people to understand that the more you give, you are going to get so much more in return, right? From people just in general. I love that you said that. Thank you for saying that. That's a, that's amazing. And that is 100% true. And I remember just to add this real quick. I remember when I worked for, before going out on my own, I worked for one of the first companies that had an open vacation policy and people took less vacation yeah. and it is a proof. You're 100% correct. It's, it's true. So that's why this has always just been an elusive thing to me. I'm like, why is this? And the more you tell people, don't, 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 they're going to want to do it even more. So just leave it open. I love this. Yep. It's Thank like children. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and you know that. Yes. Yes. You know, no, no, no. And they're going to do things on purpose. So totally. yeah, you just, you just like, everyone's an adult. Everyone understands that. And I'm glad I haven't had an issue with people like spamming, but you know, it happens and I'm going to have to take care of it one day. But right now, like the group of women who are on there are absolutely incredible. That's amazing. Um, so back to your funding question, I will tell you this, that if I knew how much money it would cost and how much time it would take, I would not have started. I was under the impression that it was going to cost like a fraction of the price and I was going to launch in three months. I went through four different developers. I launched two years after I had the idea. And it probably cost me 15 times the amount of money that I thought. I did 
with my candle company, and I kind of want to touch base on both just because it's so different. Yeah. I started the candle company with like $2,000 and made my money back and then some within like the first month. Yeah. Um, it's just so different when you're dealing with tech, you're dealing with a whole different ball game. So I really approached it. Like I hired a branding agency. I wanted to make sure my branding was on point. I, I trademarked everything right away. I created an S corporation. I knew I wanted to get funding one day and I knew that I had to have shares for that. So I decided to go, you know, incorporate it. And I started to just raise money from friends and family. So my grandma's an investor. (laughs) I love that. I love it. Awesome. But my husband has really been like super supportive and being like, listen, like you're my best investment, basically. Like this is our retirement fund. So we've used our savings. And like I mentioned earlier, I'm going to start fundraising in the next couple months because building out an app is like a quarter of a million dollars. And that's not money that I'm going to have. <laughs> so it's difficult. But I will say this, that I spent money because I was uneducated. I spent a lot more money in places that I didn't have to. Like social media, for example. Let's just use that. So I thought that I had to hire a social media agency before I was going to launch. And like I said, I thought I was going to launch in three months. So I basically hired a social media agency about a year and a half too soon. And because of developer issues and issues that were out of my control, it just kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. So I was basically throwing out money for no reason. Now, looking back, I would have gone with like a really awesome VA who could help me with social media strategy, maybe teach me how to do things so I could do it myself. And that's just things that you learn from talking to other women who have gone through it, right? Which is awesome on the platform. You can do that. Or you just learn it the hard way, like I did. <laughs> or you hire a coach, <laughs> right? one or the other. But yeah, it's it really... Funding a tech company, there is... There's ways to go about it that are more cost effective. Um, there's something called no code. And so you can find somebody who does like no code um, web app, um, which is super, super affordable. I wanted everything custom because I knew that I wanted full control over the user experience. And so it was a little bit more cost costly. But yeah, funding funding is is not easy. <laughs> This is why, thank you, you articulated this so beautifully. And I'm so glad that you talked about the candle experience, your candle company versus the tech. So I'm around a lot of tech startups um, just in, in different businesses and obviously doing this podcast. And I just think the way that you recapped this is great. And I love that you have the comparison between the two. That's really great. And thank you for your transparency and honesty because we can learn from you, right? We can learn from you here. But I think you've just given such a wealth of knowledge here because tech is a different ballgame. It's a totally different ballgame. You're never going to launch on time. It's always going to be extended. There's always going to be changes that happen. I'm not surprised to hear that you had different, you know, things going on with developers. I hear this all the time, you know, and I love the tip that you're giving about the social media. I think that's really huge because I think that we believe when we're putting some, and this is, is very tech, but it's also anything else that we're going through that we believe that we need to put a lot out there, put a lot in there. I love the tip that you're saying. If I just had a really strong VA, that's all I really needed. Oh my gosh, guys, like that is golden right there because- And let me tell you one thing. Yes. 
I have an intern that mm-hmm. I do not pay who helps me. And I, I told her from the beginning, like, I'm going to give you bonuses. Like if you do this for me, then I will pay you. But that's something that I didn't even come across until later. You can post on LinkedIn for an intern. And all you need to do is give them a really cool title, like social media manager or community manager. And they are all about it. Like people are so about startups right now and learning that they see the value in working with somebody, right? So the quality may be not as good as somebody who's like working or owns an agency, but there's ways to be scrappy. And unfortunately, I came across this way a little too late, but she's incredible. She's amazing. So I highly recommend looking for interns, going to a college that's next to you, posting about it like on their newsletter. A lot of sororities love social media and marketing and like that is their jam. So even hitting them up on Instagram, there's so many ways to go about getting free help while providing value to the person that's helping you. Oh my God. I love this advice. So spot on. Yeah. I mean, it's hot to be with a startup right now, right? It is like hot, hot, hot. And if you're a tech startup, like check, 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 right? It is so hot. So if you're a woman, oh, check, 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 check. 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 (laughs) I love it. No, this advice is incredible. I, I agree. I mean, I was really blown away, especially coming out of the pandemic at the, you know, yeah, you're right. It might not be the buttoned up stuff that you want, but I have some really incredible volunteers with some of my aspects of my company and the, some of the interns I've had come through. Oh my God, rock stars. And I mean, I can never be upset when they're ready to move on and go to their their full-time gig, but they still do work for me, which is so cool. And because we gave each other value, right? And so there's a relationship there. So again, I mean, this advice is just wonderful. I think it's great. And I love that you're talking about reaching out to your immediate community, the sororities, you know, colleges locally. And yes, they'll definitely respond on social media. It's not like reaching out to like a mega influencer. They'll reach out to you because they want to, they want to connect. They want that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So tell us where we can get involved with uh, like-minded collective, obviously the website, but tell us where we can find all of this. Yeah. So the website is likemindedcollective.com. My Instagram is like.minded.collective. And I do most of the social. I will always answer messages. So reach out. And like I said, it's 100% free. We love female founders, influencers, aspiring entrepreneurs. So yeah, that's the best way to get a hold of us. Okay. Well, we're going to put this all in the show notes. I can't wait to jump in and be a part of the community. I'm so excited that we found you in ball, but before we let you go, I want to ask you what we always ask on this show. What is a piece of advice that you would give my incredible listeners about leadership? What's something you wish you knew possibly before you started your candle company and definitely before your tech company, if you could go back in time and tell in years ago, what would you, what would you give advice to yourself about leadership and maybe starting these companies? Yeah, that's such a great question. So I look at business very much like I look at relationships. So what's the number one component? Communication. So when you communicate with people, this kind of goes back to the corporate thing we were talking about, right? Like you have to give value. You have to be open and 
you have to tell people exactly what you want up front. No one's a mind reader. So whether that has to do with your employees, whether that has to do with contractors that you're working with, be very upfront. I'll give you an example. So my developer that I have now, he's like, I literally could like kiss the ground he walks on. He's amazing. Um, but in the beginning, I told him, I was like, hey, listen, like I need a response whether it's the week or the weekend within an hour. And I need to know that I don't need to have the issue fixed, but if there's an issue, I need you to acknowledge it and let me know like, hey, this will be done on Monday or this will be done in the next hour or anything like that. I just need communication. And that was something that I expected my developer to be available on the weekends. And people are signing up on the platform. If there's a problem, he needs to be available. And so he agreed and he works on the weekends and it's amazing. But that is something that I was very, very clear on because in the past I wasn't clear and they were outsourcing to India and I was waiting three days for a response. So communication is key. Making sure that you go over all your contracts 100%, making sure that you're really like friends and you care about your employers. Like my intern, we talk about like her part-time job and like I'm giving her advice on like how to really gain momentum over there. And just, I care about her, you know? Um, and so I think that's huge in leadership. Um, just really treating people as you want to be treated. That's so cliche, but it's so true. Um, I used to manage restaurants and bars and you just learn that talking to people with respect will get you so far. <laughs> Um, which I don't think a lot of people know that. So that's a few pieces of advice. So many great pieces of advice. My husband is actually a chef. I don't think I told you that in ball. So yes, he talks about this all the time. And like, that is like his mantra as well. So he will love listening to this episode. He'll be like, yes, that's what I say all the time. It's all about the respect. No, but I feel like your mantra is kind of like care and communication. Like I feel the same way. I mean, and I love that you just shared that example. And again, I feel like you've been so vulnerable and I appreciate that about the fact that you weren't always so clear and you had, you learned from that. And I've made those mistakes too, where I just kind of assumed that someone would be all in like me and always so responsive. It, but you know what? No, that's not realistic. So be very clear in your communication. Love that piece of advice. This has been such a pleasure. Thanks for being here today. Love Thank it. you so much. I love that your husband's a chef, by the way. Funny story. We met my husband and I met on Bumble and he was a Marine, which I hated Marines. So yeah. thank God he didn't put Marine. He put chef. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. That is so funny. He oh is a great God. cook. He is a great cook, but he's not, but he's not a chef. So I thought that's really funny. We call him chef Brian though. I love that. Oh, that is too funny. All right. Well, you'll have to tell chef. I said, hi. <laughs> Thank you Inval, so much for being here. And we will connect all of those links into the show notes. So you guys can definitely check out the like-minded collective and be a part of this incredible community. Thanks again, Inval. Thank you so much. And thank you guys so much for listening to my opinion. We'll see you back here next week. Thank you so much for listening to the My Opinion Podcast. You can catch up on past episodes on the My Opinion Podcast website at www.myopinionpodcast.com as well as read the My Opinion blog and contact Maya directly with your questions. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at My Opinion Podcast and Maya Roffler. We'll see you back here next week.